Let's talk to the great Alan Alda. All right, calling from Crabapple Cove, Maine. Good morning, Alan. Good morning. <laughs> there is no such place. I know. <laughs> but when I hear you, I, I, I got to think MASH, and I'm looking at your bio, movies, TV, Broadway, now podcasts. Do you ever think about, oh, I don't know, slowing down? No, you know, it hasn't occurred to me. I, 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 I have so much fun now. And who knew that I would not only have a podcast, I've been, for the whole summer, I've been working on three different podcasts. And one of them was for Audible, called Soldiers of Science. And they didn't like the sound I was getting sitting at my desk where I'm talking to you now. Uh-huh. They wanted me to go into the closet. I spent the summer in the closet, three by three feet, because <laughs> the sound was better there. But now you're out of the closet, so. It is 2020. Yeah. Get page four on the phone. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I, page, page six. I don't even bring page six. So I had to open the door every few minutes to keep from fainting. So I, I hope people realize how much how much I gave up for them. <laughs> you know, I was going to ask you. You know, your your one of your podcasts. You got three of them, Soldiers of Science, like you mentioned. We had Neil deGrasse Tyson on uh, a while ago, and we did twenty minutes with him. We could have done two hours. When you get someone on, how do you limit the time? Because a guy like Neil deGrasse Tyson, Alan, you could ask questions forever with that guy. I know, and we have. Just about every guest we have is interesting in, in, in one way or another, so that makes you want to talk a long time. But I just say we got to go now. <laughs> we got to go. Yeah, well, that, that's. I think an, an hour, an hour and a half podcast is too much to listen to at one time. We keep it down to about 44, 45 minutes. Smart. Smart, because I remember when the cop podcast, you know, here we are working in radio, and it was like, I don't know. I mean, they have really taken off in the beauty of a podcast as opposed to a radio show. No commercials. You can say what you think, what you feel. Uh, you can No FCC. No FCC. <laughs> no ratings. And so you, you can get more. It's a different interview with the guests that you can do in, in regular media, and I think that's, uh, that's yeah. quite a luxury to have. I don't know what there is about it, but you get, you have a chance to get into the life of the other person. You get behind the defenses that are usually put up on a, a broadcast, yeah. a radio show, or television. I don't know what that is, but it's much more personal. Yeah. Hey, in your opinion, what's life's biggest science mystery? Well, you know, for me, the biggest mystery is why humans are the way they are. I don't know if we'll ever understand ourselves because mm-hmm. we have this strange ability to nurture and to torture. And under the right circumstances, most people are willing to allow both to happen. I don't get it, but there, I've heard some scientists give pretty good explanations. So I'm still trying to look for an answer that uh, yeah was was gives us, a, gives us a way to I want to do something about it I want to, we 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 have the greatest ability to cooperate probably of any species maybe outside of ants I don't know but <laughs> we, we could we could take better care of one another was science something you've always had an interest in even going back to when you were filming Mash back in the day and was science always an interest for you. It was an interest for me when I was six years old. Okay. 
I used to, I had a card table that I did experiments on. I, I, th- I thought they were experiments. I was mixing my mother's face powder with toothpaste to see if I could get something to blow up. A spark. <laughs> oh, that's great. Alan Alda's with us. Hey, Alan, you know, it's funny. Before you came on, we, we just interviewed Henry Winkler a little bit ago. And he told us when Ron Howard left Happy Days, and he told us the story, he was in a phone booth and he talked to Ron, but he thought the sitcom was over when he left. When you did MASH, I mean, you guys went through a lot of big cast changes when, regardless of who it was, did you ever think, "Uh uh-oh, this person's leaving the show, we might not have a show in another season? No, I don't think we ever thought that because it worked as an ensemble and... uh, we, we we also knew that the new person coming in would be a fresh character. It wasn't There wasn't an attempt to imitate the character of the person leaving. So we had a whole new way to tell stories because it was a different mix of characters. So I, th- I think we all felt we missed the people who left very much because we were very close. But as far as the doing of the show was concerned, we didn't think that the show was in danger. I don't, I don't think we ever felt that. Yeah, and you know, we always thought when you know we're young, we're watching MASH, or our parents are watching. You'd watching, you'd think, yeah, they're in. That's the Korean War. They're in Korea, and then you hear later, well, that was shot in Southern California. And now, when you see the repeats, you go, oh yeah, that's definitely. Southern. You know, you can really see where it was shot right there on locale in, in California. I don't know. I don't know what it, the mountains looked like in Korea. I, yeah. I, if I went to Korea and they looked different, I'd say they got to fix this up. They got to get the scene designers in here because it doesn't look real. Are you still living in uh, California, Los Angeles area? No, I I never really did. We went out there for six months at a time okay. to shoot. And, and for a few years, I would fly back every weekend to be with the family. Oh, wow. You know, you're still, outside of the podcast, you're in still in a lot of movies. Are you at the point in your career where just a Steven Spielberg will call you up and go, Alan, I got this part in a movie? Or does your agent call you and say, Alan, unfortunately, you have to audition for a part? No, I haven't auditioned in uh, 50 years. Right. But, uh, but I'm, I mean, I, I never forget how lucky I am that people like Steven Spielberg and Marty Scorsese have called up and offered me parts, and I, it just feels great. And I remember when I was given the part in The Aviator, they said, you're just right for this, you're perfect for this part. Then they sent me pictures of the guy, the real person that I was playing. He was the ugliest guy I had ever seen in my life. <laughs> Well, that Alan Alda's a good actor, isn't he? <laughs> Looks just like him. <laughs> so, Alan, I, I know you got to run here, but I'm assuming we could find all your podcasts on iTunes and every Spotify. Audible. Everywhere. Right, right. Yeah, wherever you get a podcast. The Audible one you have to get from Audible. But uh, Stitcher, uh, Apple, and thank you for thank you for mentioning that. I appreciate it. I love, I love to bring these incredibly intelligent and fun people to, to the rest of the country. It just makes me feel great. Well, we'll so be thanks listening. for helping me. Yeah, we'll listen to it. We appreciate we'll your time this morning. We'll check it out. Thank you so much, sir. Be well. Thank you. Good to 